You're listening to It's All Dead, a podcast about the music we love and why we love it. I'm Kyle Hawk. Welcome to It's All Dead. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Uh, you're listening to this. You're probably, hopefully, um, holed up in your house or apartment or place of residence somewhere because it is a very weird time uh, right now. And it feels weird to even be doing a podcast, but I had uh, written something um, on the website uh, this for this weekend that, that went up on Monday in which I was kind of talking about what it's been like <laughs> the first few days of kind of being uh, quarantined in my home in the midst of uh, this whole coronavirus thing and uh, how music had been, um, I don't know, sort of keeping me company, I guess. And so um, I, I kind of knew I'd reached out to to Kyle and Nadia and, you know, told them like, hey, we should we should podcast and just talk. Because um, I think right now, um, you know, I, I've seen a lot and I know I'm feeling it as well of just being kind of a, a feeling of isolation, a feeling of nervousness, um, fear, frustration. Um, and it's, you know, a time where we're really connected in terms of like the news we're getting, but there's definitely a huge level of disconnect by being kind of separated from people. So I was like, we should do a podcast and just talk to each other. So um, Kyle Schultz and, and Nadia Paiva, they are on, on the podcast with me. Hello, guys. How are you? Hello. Pretty hello. Good. Um, I don't know. This I, I don't even know how to introduce this podcast. I feel like that was bad. But um, <laughs> point being, we're all just going to talk because I... I you know, wanted to talk with you all um, just as friends and just connect a little bit and talk about um, how we're feeling, how we're doing, um, and then just talk about music like we like to do because that would feel normal and good. And so, um, yeah, I, th I thought that would be a fun thing to do on this show. And, and before we get into all that, um, I mean, are you guys, how are you feeling right now? Like, what, where, where's your headspace at, Kyle? I... I'm in kind of a weird area because I finally got some good news today, so I'm more focused on that than I am the virus, so I'm in a somewhat celebratory mood today, uh, and I know that's uh, not super helpful for the uh, overall conversation. <laughs> well, I think that it's good to celebrate things, like good things when they happen, like now more than ever, and uh, definitely want to dive more into that. Nadia, how about you? Well, I work in a hospital, so my life is not going to be shut down at all. Uh, if anything, it'll be busier, but that's all right. Keeping yeah, people healthy. I, I know that that's a uh, a tough situation to be in right now. And I don't know, I think maybe we can just spend some time kind of talking through all of this and, and where we're at and where our headspace is at. Um, I told Kyle and Nadia before we started that I um, am... You know, we we did this thing for a while, and then we kind of stopped doing it. Of like the whole like, what are you drinking tonight? And I don't know. That's because people will know we'll have a problem. Yeah, I don't know. I think I stopped it because I felt self conscious about it. But I I did want to do it tonight because um, I am having uh, what's called Washington's Folly. It is a uh, tart cherry mead, and it's made by this uh, cidery and meadery. 
think that's what you call it, uh, called New Day that is here in my neighborhood in Fountain Square. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because, um, as we all know, like a lot of things are closed now, including like restaurants and bars and uh, most importantly, like local establishments. And so um, I one of the things that I've been doing over these past few days to try to kind of um, not only like get my mind in a, on a, in a positive direction, but also like do what I can to help is like thinking about like, what are the, what are, you know, my friends and uh, folks that I know that run local businesses that are having a tough time right now, like how can I support them and, and think about them. And uh, a lot of, um, you know, breweries and things like that in our area are offering sort of like curbside pickup or delivery services. And so um, it's been, it's been good to like find opportunities like that where you can still kind of support the the things that you enjoy. And um, I don't know, it's a little thing, but I, I guess it's like one of the few things I'm trying to cling to and, and look for right now. Um, what do you, what about you, Kyle? You said you're celebrating. What, what are you having tonight? Uh, yeah, the other day I got a case of uh, goose Island IPA, which is, it's not local cause it's mass produced, but it's still like a Chicago brewery. But um, yeah, that's what I'm indulging in tonight. Nice. And Nadia, you're the healthy one of the three of us, um, to my my knowledge and memory. <laughs> Just an Arizona green tea for me, folks. Tried and true yeah. classic. Is that like a <laughs> tall boy can? <laughs> no, actually it's not. <laughs> Although I do like the watermelon. Mm. I uh I'm gonna reveal something. I don't think I've ever had an Arizona tea or drink or whatever you're missing out I don't man think i've ever had one yeah it's, it's really crazy good. i've always been around just never done yeah, it it's like a convenience store deal but they sell the 12 packs so pick them up every once in a while nice i feel like i have to apologize for my smoke alarm i forgot that the battery's dead well i'm gonna try and edit it out okay good i'm gonna have like the police <laughs> at my door your fire alarm battery's dead <laughs> heard it on is your that, podcast the police come if your fire know. alarm battery is dead no the fire chief Whoever does that. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Whoever does that. I, I think you do it. Maybe. I think you change the fire alarm and that way your house doesn't burn down. I don't know. Yeah, things we're, have uh, we're not up to snuff on the safety deal here, but it's fine. Okay. Well, good luck to you. Thanks. Um, well, I... You know, I, I want to dig a little bit further into like this the situation we're in. I, I want to talk about music, but I, I do want to take a few minutes. Um, I don't know to just kind of talk through this because this is weird, right? I mean, this is like it's it's been surreal and it doesn't stop being surreal because I, I'm now kind of convinced. Uh, I, I'm more and more convinced every day that this isn't going to be like a couple weeks and then we're all back to normal. Like I'm thinking that this could be like a long drawn out thing in which our lives are kind of really different for a long time and then not back to the normal that we remember. And I, the only thing I can think to compare this to just in terms of like what I've been feeling and uh, thinking through all this is like how I felt um, around nine 11. And I, and I've seen other people mention this as well, just that feeling of uncertainty every day you're kind of learning more, um, but still not fully understanding, I think the full gravity of it. Um, but I know, so we're recording this on a Wednesday, uh, March 18th, and it was last Wednesday that I feel like things really got real when all of a sudden the, uh, there was an NBA player that was uh, found to have the coronavirus, they cancel or postpone the, the season that night. 
then there was the Tom Hanks news and then the, the president was giving an address and there was this whole thing of like, oh my God, like this is, this is real now. Um, have you guys felt that? I mean, is it, is this something I, I do feel like I can't really get out from under all of it right now, but I'm interested to hear like how you guys are coping and, and processing through it. So uh, I'm over at my girlfriend's place and we've basically stocked up a month's worth of food uh, we're making like daily trips to the grocery store just to see what is in stock, what isn't, and uh, kind of grabbing a couple things here and there just to have. Um, like the other day, we just decided we wanted a full like chicken just to roast at some point, and uh, we went to our local grocery store and it wasn't there. And we're like, oh, I guess there's no more chickens now, and uh, <laughs> went home and came back the next day and we saw three and we're like, oh, well, there there are chickens. You just have to look for them. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just kind of playing it by ear. Um, we're trying to eat well and just kind of maintain uh, some type of normalcy as much as possible and uh, trying not to overindulge in like, you know, buying supplies and groceries, just kind of get what you need at the time and uh, leave everything for everyone else. And that is why we will die in the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Um no, it's the whole food thing has been crazy. And we've, we've kind of tried to stock up at least a few weeks worth at this point, knowing that like, we're going to eventually have to venture back out, but it's, yeah, it's weird to think about. And there's definitely been like a mad dash of people panicking and maybe overbuying. And it's, uh, it's been weird to sort through. Nadia, I'm, I'm interested in your perspective because I, I doubt that you have like a ton of memories associated with something like nine 11, meaning that this would be like a, a first type of like huge life altering event, maybe for you, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but also, as you mentioned, you're working in a hospital, which is like a whole other experience that you're having that I feel like most of us like are aware of and are like amazed at the people that are, that are in that field and doing that stuff. But like you're, you're experiencing it in a whole different way than we can even really process. I think. Well, yeah, so I was going to say, I'm just going to, like, bring the mood down and tell me, like, tell you guys that the first time that it kind of felt more real to me was when we had a patient who was being ruled out, and uh, I, like, held the test in my hand to, like, give it to the nurse. Um, so, I don't know, kind of crazy, yeah. like, firsthand thing. Um, props to all the nurses and docs, by the way. If you guys are music fans and you listen to the podcast, you guys are, like, so underappreciated, but so necessary and important. Um, but yeah, like I'm just, it's kind of a new normal cause we're just around it. I'm around it, you know, 40 hours a week. So yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but I definitely think I have been overbuying a little bit, but I don't know. I think it just kind of part comes with the territory, you know? Yeah. It's hard to know what to do yeah. or like the right way to, to prepare. Um, just because, I mean, like literally every day we're learning about more things that are shutting down and closing down and. Uh, you hear about there's going to be like potentially food shortages and all this stuff. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's scary, but you can only go like one day at a time really. And um, while also trying to, trying to think about the other people in your communities that, that are even in more difficult situations. It's just, I don't know. It's like an onslaught of like anxiety for me i feel like is is kind of no, totally where i've been with it yeah well i know what you mean like after 9 11 i was in like just starting high school and it was very like no one knew what was really happening you just kind of 
sit back and kind of watch things play out and adjust accordingly. But this is really weird because I'm filled with like a, a weird mix of emotion in that it seems like I'm over prepping and still under prepping at the same time. And I yes. can't tell which one's correct or if both are. Yeah. I'm I'm with you there a hundred percent. It's so hard to like because originally it was like, well, you know, a couple weeks here and then we'll be back to normal. And then you hear like maybe July, August, like that's a whole other thing. Like I know I'm already going stir crazy in my house and working from home and all this stuff and thinking about like how am I gonna last through this till August while also like hoping that myself and my family and the people I love stay healthy and, and don't get this thing. So it's just like it's just a lot. <laughs> And so that kind of goes back to the whole point of, um, you know, what I was trying to process through and writing uh, this weekend and why I was wanting to do this podcast. And I, I talked a little bit about, you know, I, I was one of the things I mentioned, I, I can't count the number of times in my life where I've like willingly chose like, it's a nice day outside, but I'm going to stay inside and listen to records or, you know, play music or or whatever. It's a very different feeling when like you don't have a choice but to stay in. And that was a really kind of interesting thing to process through and um, like purposefully choose music and find things to do. Um, I, I talked about how my, my wife and my daughter and I were kind of having a dance party to music this weekend. We did it again just before I started this podcast. And I've definitely found some solace in music, mostly in kind of going back to things that I haven't listened to for a while. And one of the things I want to share is that on my own personal Twitter feed, um, and you can follow me, it's at Kyle Hawk, at K-I-E-L-H-A-U-C-K. Um, each day I'm sharing kind of just a, a random thing that I'm listening to that day and what I think about it and what it means to me and just kind of inviting other people to to join in and listen and share th their thoughts as well. But that's that's one way that I'm kind of like trying to find something each day to dig into and think about. Has Has music played a role for either of you so far in in the midst of all this, Nadia? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm an introvert, so I'm kind of inside my house if I'm not at work or like at the grocery store anyway. Um, so I kind of always have music playing, either that or I have Grey's Anatomy on in the background, just kind of like yeah. something for any kind of human interaction. Um, but yeah, I'm like not much has changed. Like I listened to The Greatest Generation today, like back to front, and that was kind of something I hadn't done in a while. Um, so I don't know. I feel like maybe just what revisiting was, old favorites. What was your experience with that? I feel like it it's the same as I remember. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, it doesn't blow my mind as much as it used to anymore, but it's one of those albums that feels like home. You know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of what mm. I'm sticking to is those albums that yeah. are very familiar to me. So like, you know, some old Flyleaf, uh, you know, just classics. What about you, Kyle? I've had a weird mix of, um, like I, I've been trying to listen to a lot of positivity things. So I have a weird mix of like uh, listening to a bunch of comedy uh, albums and like podcast stuff in a row. And then listening to something really cheerful, like uh, Frank Sinatra's come fly with me album where it just, you want to get away. It's all colorful and happy and uh, like a bunch of ska, just very upbeat, uplifting music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've uh, definitely been leaning towards the popular side of things as well. I was listening to um, a ton of Katy Perry yesterday, today, um, and I talk about this, uh, I shared it on Twitter. I've been, since 2012, I've been building this cover songs playlist that's pretty much all the 
punk goes pop type stuff and it's like such junk food you know what i mean but (laughs) when i need it it's like the perfect thing and i i feel like i've been leaning in that direction a lot of just things that kind of go down easy and are fun um definitely things that get me moving because there's a lot less movement going on right now but yeah that's that's kind of been my experience so far um, it was interesting, Nadia, you talked about the, the Grey's Anatomy thing. I actually, um, a little over a month ago, had a, a retreat. And I do this annually with a couple of friends of mine that we all live in different cities. And we try to get together for one weekend a year and, and hang out. And uh, we, we did that um, earlier this year. And one of the things we did is we each are watching through a TV show that someone else in the group suggested. So everybody has a suggestion being watched by somebody else. And so the show I'm watching is the West wing and uh, turns out there's seven seasons of this show. And uh, so I've got plenty to watch during the break, but I definitely do feel like whether it's music or TV or movies, I've definitely been going to media in that sense, a lot of just kind of like diving into other worlds as sort of a distraction. Yeah. And I'm not like a reality TV person, but I'm on like the end of season 15 of Grey's Anatomy. So I'm almost caught up and I'm going to go for Love is Blind next. Everybody keeps telling me it's great. So. Oh man. Great. Yeah. I, uh, I've heard a lot. Uh, I don't know if I've got it in me to take that journey. No, I'm not usually like a fan of that kind of TV. I've never watched The Bachelor or anything. I don't know. Figure it's worth a shot. We're going to have to do another quarantine podcast where we find out what you think. Um, (laughs) What about you, Kyle? Are you watching anything? I am neck deep into, um, I started watching the arrow like a week before all this kind of started happening. And uh, Mm. I, I'm, I'm well known as more of a Marvel fan than DC and have been all my life. And the arrow is so good. I watched all 24 hour long episodes of the first season in two days. Uh, wow. And How did you do that? I have no idea. It <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> it just kind of happened. I was like, Oh, I guess I'm into season two now and it's almost Monday. Um, so I, I am watching the arrow and uh, I got to the point where the flash was introduced, introduced into the Arrowverse. So now I'm alternating episodes between the arrow and the flash and I'm almost at the season finales for the current season I'm at. And I think next up is either Supergirl or Legends of Legends of Tomorrow. So I'm going to have three series I'm alternating episodes on and it takes forever to get through a season and it's terrible and it's frustrating. And it's the greatest thing I've ever done. Hmm. (laughs) That's awesome. I, so I just had this thought as you were talking through that, Kyle, you know, obviously we talk about binging in terms of TV shows and there's shows that are really, like bingeable, like just because they're so easy to watch, like multiple episodes at a time. A lot of my favorite shows are shows that I wouldn't want to binge just because they're a little heavier and deeper and I like to think about stuff. But it's fun to have shows that you can just binge and watch through a season like it's nothing. What about discographies that are bingeable? Um, like, is there, you know, there's bands that I don't want to listen to like more than one album at a time. I want to absorb that album and sit with it. But yesterday Katy perry for example like her discography is super bingeable like you can just burn through it you can have fun you're absorbing it but you don't have to like you know sit in it and really think through it um all time low is a band that pops into my head that i feel like is really bingeable can what i don't know does that resonate with you guys at all are there are there bands or artists that you like can just put on and just 
listened to their like whole collection in one sitting yeah absolutely i um i'll actually give you two examples so i'll give you one that's not bingeable and that's me without you that's one of those bands that you got to sit with Mm -hmm. for a while and the one that is extremely bingeable at least for me is paramore been there forever you know it kind of just goes back to that familiarity thing yeah it's interesting because like they are i mean there is a lot to take in with their music and a lot to process but it is also pretty bingeable yeah it's like not in a like mean way like i feel like i've gleaned all there is to glean from paramore you know what i mean mm, so you know over the 10 years or so that i've been listening to them i'm like this is just just perfect chef's kiss (laughs) (laughs) what about you kyle uh for me newfound glory is the top of that um you know, they're, they've, they're just coming out with their 10th album. And, you know, granted, every album is fairly similar throughout their entire career. But they, you know, just upgrade themselves enough that you can easily go from album to album. And it's nothing you have to really sit with and super digest. You can just love it for what it is and sing along. And uh, I think I told you last year, like, I loaded every song they've ever made onto uh, my phone and just... I'd go through walks throughout Chicago and just listen to everything they've ever recorded. Yeah. I feel like pop punk tends to, it's, it's a bingeable format or genre. There's outliers, certainly like the wonder years seem like they would be, but I don't think they are. Mm -hmm. Um, Real friends probably falls in that, that category as well. Um, But yeah, like MXPX is a band that I could just like burn through probably blink 182, maybe. Um, like I said, all time low is kind of an obvious one for me, but there there are definitely uh, bands like that. And obviously, like the bigger the discography and the more bingeable it is, the more it kind of fits that whole concept. And now I'm trying to think of a band like MXPX has a huge catalog. Um, but yeah, to to be bingeable in this way, like you have to have quite a few albums for it to like really make sense. Green Day is very similar too. Like that's a one you can kind of blast through most of their albums, and then once it starts getting to the you know thicker albums of that, it takes a little longer. But uh, like it, it still goes by super quick and super simple. Yeah, and that's actually a good transition because Green Day put out an album this year. Um, one of the things we've got the podcast kind of back up and underway every every few weeks now. One of the things we haven't done is kind of all connect on stuff that we've enjoyed so far in 2020. Um, So we're, you know, two and a half, almost three months into the year. Um, There's been some new music that's come out. What have each of you enjoyed the most? And maybe, you know, share something that you have, obviously, but think, is there something that you've really enjoyed that maybe the, the others of us wouldn't have expected that you enjoyed? Uh, I'll, I'll start with that. Um, I don't have a good answer for this. Uh, my 2020 so far has been pretty lousy since about the third day of the year. <laughs> uh, I, I had yeah. some weird event just kind of alter my life in weird ways, uh, like every few weeks and till now. Um, and it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, like a few weeks ago, I got laid off from my job. I'm like, okay, this is the worst of it. And then a week into my job hunt, the pandemic hits. <laughs> so job hunting during a recession and during a pandemic, like all this stuff is distracting me from everything else I love. And uh, it's like all this music is coming out and it's almost kind of been pushed aside because there's so many other things I've been worried about for months now that uh, now that I'm kind of 
beginning to get a grasp on, uh, you know, pulling myself up out of that well, I'm just now getting back to it. Yeah, that that said, I have a Green Day's new album that I've kind of listened to, still need to go through all of it. Uh, the Wonder Years Burst into Decay Volume 2 is just kind of sitting around for me. I know I'm going to enjoy it, I just haven't gotten there yet. Uh, Four Year Strong's Brain Pain is, I bought the album and I've listened to the first like five songs and I just need to sit down with it. Nice. What about you, Nadia? What have what have you enjoyed so far this year? Well, so obviously we had Haley's release that came out. Yep. Uh, Queen of Our Life. Hope to God she doesn't get the coronavirus or else that'll be it. That'll be the end of everything. <laughs> um, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so that comes out in May. So I wonder actually how that schedule will be affected, um, if at all. Because I know that I think, who was it? Somebody postponed their album. Cardi B. Cardi B postponed her album or her single because of it. Um, but yeah, so her EP was really good. I really did like the new Soccer Mommy album. I wrote the I review for that on the site. Um, the nineteen seventy five let out a couple good singles from their new album, which I'm excited about. And then the Killer sent uh, released a single that I didn't really like. It's kind of like Wonderful, Wonderful, like Part Two, and I wish they would kind of mm. step back from that. Um, but whatever. So those are my like most anticipated things. How those are going. Um, but other than that, I haven't really looked into anything new. Yeah, my, uh, you know, most of my year has really been defined by um, Halsey's new album, Manic. And I've, I've talked about that, of just um, how important her music is to me and definitely got me through the first part of part of this year um, without question. And since then, uh, you know, we had Shane Told of Silverstein on the show um, about a month ago and their their new album, um, a beautiful place to drown has just been awesome. I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, the new word alive album has been good. I'm going to share something unexpected and I, and the reason it is, I guess, if you know me, um, you know, I've written a lot of album reviews at this point, like hundreds and hundreds of album reviews. And it's really fun to review an album that you really like. Um, when an album's really good and it really moves you and there's a lot to say about it, it's obviously fun and easy to write about. Um, it's also fun to write about an album that is not good. And it's usually the stuff that's kind of in the middle where you don't really know what to say. But sometimes when an album's really, really bad, it's really, really fun to write about it. And an album I had a lot of fun writing about in that regard um, was the first album from Falling in Reverse. And I can't even... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember the name of it now. I'm trying to think of it on the spot. Whatever. Um, so Ronnie Radke was originally in Escape the Fate, goes to prison for a couple years, comes back out, starts a new band, Falling in Reverse. And their first album is essentially like raging against the guys in Escape the Fate for moving on without him, which I, I found so humorous because, it, I mean, one, the album's really cheesy um, and just not very good. But it's also really funny because it's like, the lack of self-awareness to to feel this way after you were the one that kind of put them in the situation where they had to make a choice to move on without you. But anyway, you can find that review. It's out there on, on Pop Matters, I think. But, oh, The Drug in Me is You. That's the name of the album. So fast forward, 2020, Falling in Reverse has a new song. It's called Popular Monster. And I heard it. I have a Sirius XM in my car, you know, the, they give you the trial whenever you uh, get a vehicle and um, 
I listened to Octane a lot, which is like the the rock station, and they played Popular Monster by Falling Reverse, and I was like, shit, I like this. And now I really like it. It's like literally one of my favorite songs that's come out this year. It is so cheesy. Um, and it's like, you know, I, I know if you're out there and you already have an opinion about Falling in Reverse, this song is not going to change your opinion, right? Like if you don't like this band, this song is not going to change it for you. But for whatever reason, the chorus is so damn catchy and it's so much fun. So either I'm like finally letting my guard down and just letting myself enjoy this band and I I don't even know where we're at with Ronnie Radke at this point as a I, I know there have been a lot of uh things about him that have been hard to to like. Um so I, I you know whatever the case may be with that, this song I just keep going back to it and that's I don't know if that's a confession or me just sharing something I shouldn't, but there you go. I have another album to add to the list. Sorry. Uh, I pulled up my Spotify to see what I was listening to recently. Um, and this is an album we talked about, Kyle. I kind of, God, I can't even say we talked about Kyle because you're both Kyle. Um, <laughs> Kyle Hawk um, is the new Hot Mulligan called You'll Be Fine, kind of in that same vein of tiny moving parts, like that math rock, kind mm. of melodic pop rock. Um, very good album. Sorry, Hot Mulligan. Was that the Was that the band that had the guy in it named Sneeze? Or... Yes. <laughs> Yep. Sniff or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I so I listened to that album like the day after it came out. It was when the weather was really good and it was like before pandemic BP, if you will. Um, so I was like jamming <laughs> in my car, going to Target, living my best life. Like, yeah, let's listen to some pop punk. Um, great album. Yeah. I meant to write about it and I totally forgot and I feel like I was too late. Um, but yeah, very good. Nice. No disrespect to the fellows in Hot Mulligan. I just saw that there was a guy in the band named Sniff, and I thought that was... Is it Sniff? I can't even remember now. I think it's Sniff. Um, one of those things. And I think I was saying I should be Sneeze. That would be my yes. name. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. One of my favorite times of the year for music is spring, for that particular reason of kind of being out in the sunshine, playing pop punk. And I feel like this spring, I'm not... I'm going to try to enjoy it that way, but it's definitely not going to be the same. And that kind of bums me out a little bit. Yeah. Like uh, one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is Newfound Glory has a new album coming out this year. And uh, they put out a new single a few weeks ago. Um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name. I think it's just called like the greatest of all time. And it's, it's one of the best singles they've had out in quite a few years. And, uh, like I cannot wait for this album because of that, and because of the couple songs I've heard since then. Um, and it, it like it, Newfound Glory, I just associate with warm weather, and I'm so looking forward to you know spring and just blasting this thing. And I I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I know it's it's weird to think about, um, but I you know I guess the hope here is that we find ways to find those moments even if they're different or in smaller doses um but just i don't know using music as an opportunity to escape for a minute or two i know that's definitely going to be my goal um as we kind of voyage into this new time that we have no idea what it's going to look like or when it's going to to change but i'm just trying to find those those moments of release and escape and i guess that's the the best we can do and certainly, you know, um, it's, I, I kind of mentioned at the top of how hard it's going to be to 
feel connected or not feel disconnected and, um, you know, find ways, however that is, or whatever that looks like, um, to connect with the people that you care about. Um, I, I feel like nobody talks on the phone anymore, but we might have to like start talking on the phone to each other or something, um, or start a podcast, you know, do, do something. But, um, I think that's, I don't know, that's going to be important for, a lot of folks. So I, I thank both of you, Kyle and Nadia, for coming on the podcast tonight and talking to me because I feel like I, I, I needed this. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Yeah, we've just kind of been sitting out inside the apartment and going on walks and seeing Chicago is a very social city. And uh, just going for walks around and seeing less than a dozen people within like minutes at a time is very uh, uh, end of the worldy. It's very scary. Yeah, especially in Chicago, because it's like, you know, that's one of my pet peeves of Chicago is how, like, almost overcrowded it can feel at times. So Yeah, um, and, like, Boston is, like, a city that I would call resilient. Um, and the fact that the Dropkick Murphys had to live stream their St. Patrick's Day concert, like, you know it's real. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's that's, the bad that's day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so. the live stream stuff has been fascinating yeah. to see unfold. Bands it. are trying to find ways to like, you know, make up for these tours they're losing and still connect with their fans. And that's another thing I want to say. You know, we talked about supporting, you know, local businesses you're able. If you are a fan of, you know, a band and if you listen to this podcast, you obviously have bands that you're a fan of. If you can support them in some way, find a way to do that because like there are so many touring musician musicians that kind of rely on that as income that are losing that now. I mean, it's just, everybody's hurting in, in so many different ways. And so just finding ways as we can to support each other is going to be uh, really important. So yeah, um, I guess that we'll wrap it up for this show. Do you guys have anything else? No, just wash your hands. Stay, Stay safe. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, come visit us at itsalldead.com. We're going to keep things rolling. We're going to keep the podcast going. Um, and we're just going to, we're going to make it through this. Um, find us on social media at it's all dead on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and we'll see you around. Obviously, if you like the show, leave us a review on uh, Apple podcasts and that's going to do it for this episode until then we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the It's All Dead podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Then visit us at itsalldead.com for the latest music news, reviews, and much more.